Hello and welcome back to the Mustang Sports Feed. I am Bob Dixon. I'm here with Mason Nesbitt and this is episode six and uh, we are going to begin with a recap of what was an, an eventful and exciting weekend here at TMU Sports. So Mason, I'll throw it right to you. We certainly had a number of home events. We had some stuff out on the road. Indoor track got going. Uh, we had swim. We had Courtney Simpson, who's the first diver in program history. She had already qualified for NAI Nationals in the three-meter diving. And on Saturday at Fresno Pacific University, she added the one-meter. So now she will be competing at Nationals in both the three-meter and the one-meter. On Thursday, we had Stephanie Suarez, who is a friend of the show, has been on the show. Yes, score her the 1,000th point of her Mustang career. It only took her 56 games to get there, Bob. So getting there in her sophomore year and, and Mustang women's basketball now at 22-1 and one on the year. Wow. Baseball won all four of its games. We had an inside-the-park home run for Nick Tuttle. In the first inning. In the first inning. So it, it, it was a very exciting weekend for them. Um, it's been great. Roy Verdejo had a walk-off double against Corbin on Saturday, two-run double um, that won that in the bottom of the seventh inning of a seven-inning game. So a lot of exciting things over the weekend, and maybe none more exciting than men's volleyball on Saturday night earning its first-ever win against St. Catherine, taking that 3-0. to zero. In a sweep. In a sweep. So making history, making a statement, whatever you want to call it, that's history, what they did on Saturday I'll night. I'll call it history with an exclamation point. History with an exclamation point. I like that. Okay, well, we're going to switch gears now because we do have a special guest in studio with us today. Mason, why don't you uh, introduce him to our audience? We do have a special guest, and we always call them a special guest because they're sitting right here by the time that we get to this part. So. <laughs> yeah, what choice? We, do, we have to say you're special. But in this case, that does apply. We've got Brett Norcus from the men's volleyball team here. Brett, you guys win Saturday night, the first uh, men's volleyball win in program history. Has that sunk in? Here we are on Monday afternoon. Has, has what happened Saturday night beating St. Catharines 3-0, uh, has that sunk in? I mean, I think it has at this point. I've had people come up to me all day at school today, coming up and congratulating me, shaking my hand, saying congratulations on the win, glad I could be there. Uh, just like talking about the game with me and it's it's really been a great experience to be able to talk with that and like be able to feel that win and that energy. Now what is it about you that allows them to recognize you? Like when they see you around campus, what makes them go, oh yeah, that's the guy from, from men's volleyball on Saturday night? What do, what do you think it is? I definitely think my height has some factor into it. Everyone sees a guy that's towering over most people, so people see that tall guy that's out on the court and they come up to me and like, hey, I recognize you from the game. Hey, great job uh, playing out there. Tell, tell, them how tall, tell them how tall you are. I'm six foot nine. S- so easy to spot. Yeah. And, and I want to say we only have one guy taller than you on this entire campus, uh, Tim Suarez from the men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. So when you see Tim around, is there kind of like an understanding between you, kind of like a tall guy club? You kind of wink at, well, not, maybe not wink, but just kind of you know nod your head like, you know, I, I understand what you've been through. There's always that tall guy nod. It's always interesting to, you know, I'm, with my height, I'm never looking up to people, and there's always that one guy now that I'm looking up to. <laughs> it's, it's been interesting, but hey. It's always, there's always going to be one more. So, Now, how many, how many times in your life have you been asked, do you play basketball? That's almost a daily question. <laughs> I get asked, I mean, when I first came here on the first week, it was, do you play basketball? Are you playing basketball here? And I'm like, no, I'm playing volleyball here. Now, did you ever play basketball? Up until like fifth grade. 
I played basketball, and then I just kind of stopped after that. But I played baseball throughout, and then that was it for basketball. So I, I did hear that you had played baseball growing up. What made you decide to give baseball up and just focus on volleyball? Uh, I played throughout my sophomore year in high school, and my freshman year of high school, I blew out my shoulder and missed my entire season. First game of the season, destroyed my shoulder, and that was it for the season. Second year, I came back. I just I felt I lost interest in it a little bit, so I just kind of realized that maybe this isn't where I was meant to be, and so I gave volleyball a shot, and that was that. So you were a pitcher? I was. And what, what was your specialty pitch growing up? I loved my splitter. That was my favorite pitch to throw. My coach has always commended me for it, and I love throwing it, and uh, it always worked for me. So do you still follow baseball? You watch baseball? Definitely a big baseball fan. Been checking out all the Masters baseball games. Been there. It's, it's a place of peace for me. Place of peace for you. I like that. I've got a quick question. I, uh, Brett and I were talking a little before we started the, the podcast, and, and uh, it just came up because it, it's hard not to talk about this. The crowd that that has shown out for these these first volleyball matches that you guys have been that you guys have played it's been phenomenal right talk a bit about the the energy that you guys as a team uh, get from the crowd that crowd has been incredible we noticed the first game against UC Merced it was so loud in that gym there were a couple times we're out on the court trying to run plays and stuff and we can't even hear each other out there I mean the crowd is just they've gone crazy and I was talking to a few of the basketball guys earlier too and they're like that crowd's big like they're louder than our crowds and just being on that court and playing with all that energy, it gets you pumped up and it gets you into the game and it makes you just want to win for them. And the, and the first uh, match victory and also the first, and that also had, it contained the first games that you won and you won three of them, obviously. What was the, how loud did it get before each, at each game point when, when you're, you're, you're serving or, or for, for the win? How to how I wasn't in the gym. I wish I had been in the gym. I'm sure it must have been just vibrating. It was so loud. It was like almost ear piercingly loud at some points. Uh, game point of game one was I think probably the loudest it's been, and it was it was intense. You could feel the energy from the crowd in there, and it, it was fun to be playing. And and this one one more I got to ask, did it surprise you that you won? I mean, did you it's only your third match, and you had that. You in the in your, in your or was it your fourth match? Fourth match. Fourth match. Fourth that's match. right. Uh, your in your second match, you you had a couple game points, or your first match you had a couple game points, and then here in your fourth match, uh, at what point during that match did you say, "Hey, we're we're better than these guys. We're gonna win this. We're gonna win this whole thing." We definitely did a lot of prep going into that game, and usually we watch film and stuff beforehand. But before that game, we watched film of ourselves, not of the other team. We could really this way we could really dial in what we needed to work on. And going into that game, we had this energy, and we knew that like this was our time to shine, and this was going to be our game. And we had we had everything going for us, and we noticed like a few points into the game that like we can do this. Like this, we're doing well right now. This is what we've been training for. So I think that was the point where we really realized. Brett, why do you think? And, and as Bob mentioned, there have been these big crowds, and not just in size, but just they are into it and they are screaming. Why has this team resonated so much with? with the students on this campus, do you think? Why is, why is that connection formed so quickly? Uh, we've made friends with so many people around campus, and we have people coming up to us all day long and being like, hey, we're coming to your game tonight. We'll see you there. Like, we'll, we'll be there for you. We're going to be loud. Like, we're going to be talking with, with you guys. And so we've just been forming connections and trying to get people to get to our games, and it's just been, it's been wild. And the amount of people and the energy we feel out there, it's, it's something else. So you play high school volleyball at Simi Valley High School out, out in the San Fernando Valley. 
Then you go to Pierce College in Los Angeles, and you win a community college state championship playing men's volleyball there. What what was that experience like for you? Uh, that was a very different experience. Uh, junior college volleyball, it's it's a bit of a different world out there. It's You don't get any crowds. We never had anybody at our games. Um, but winning a state championship, that's a big honor. And it's a, it was a lot of work to get there. We trained a crazy amount to get there. And it really grew me as a person. I, I really learned a lot about myself in that season. And I think that's kind of what shaped me into who I am today. So you hear, so you go to Pierce and then you hear the Masters University is going to have a, a men's volleyball program, the first one in, in program history. What about that opportunity made you want to, to come and be part of this team and, and this campus? I mean, I had already uh, been around Masters a bit. I came to baseball camp here when I was a kid, and I had fallen in love with the school. And I knew that, like, this is where I wanted to come. And it was kind of sad for me that they didn't have a men's volleyball team. And later in my peer season, uh, Wyatt Bates approached me, and he's like, hey, Masters is opening up a program. Uh, you should check it out. And so I got in contact with Alan Vince, and we talked for a little bit. I still was a little skeptical. I'm like, okay, you know, first-year program. You don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know what you're getting into. And so I talked with him a little bit more, came out for an open gym, and I just kind of fell in love with it. And I'm like, this, I think this is where I belong. Prayed on it for a bit, and it's where I ended up. And it seems like, you mentioned head coach Alan Vince, it seems like he's really enjoying this experience where, you know, obviously he's been our women's indoor volleyball coach for the last six years. Now he's taking over and started this, this men's volleyball program. What has it been like working with him on a daily basis in the gym? He has been a great mentor. Uh, on and off the court. He's worked with us on a lot of the different things. We uh, did like a whole uh, skills evaluation stuff and uh, about our strengths and weaknesses and like a strengths finder test. And that's definitely helped us grow as a team. And having Coach Vince there for us has been, it's been incredible. He's been a lot of help for us. Uh, I've fine tuned a lot of aspects of my game that I needed work on and he's really drilled that into me. And that's really helped us a lot. What maybe as we wrap up here, what what are a couple things? Obviously, there's the excitement of that first win. You beat St. Catherine, but I have to imagine there's still areas you guys want want to keep getting better. What what are kind of maybe the areas of of your um, your game as a team that you guys want to improve as as the season goes on? Uh, as with what we had in our first game against UC Merced, we had a lot of service errors, and so that's something we've been progressively getting better on, but definitely have a lot of work to do on. So we've been doing a lot of that in practice, just serving over and over and getting those reps in. Um, all right, we definitely picked up a lot of things too. Our blocking has been phenomenal in the past couple of games. We worked on that a bit, and in this last game against St. Catherine, that really helped us get that win. We played our block was phenomenal in that game, and and uh, so a little bit of passing too. Our passing we worked on a bit, and it was our passing was lights out in that game. Now for that fan that's up there in the stands and they're watching and they, they see one of our guys serve it into the net and then they see another guy serve it in the net and it's kind of like, why not just get it in? Maybe explain why it's so important to not just get the ball over, especially in men's volleyball where it is so important to kind of try and get them out of system and, and why you have to get it over with some pace. The men's game is a very fast-paced game. If you just give them a little like float serve that's just gonna very easy to pass, they're gonna put the ball away, and that's almost a free point for them. You have to serve with intensity, or else you're just gonna end up giving them free points. We had that problem against uh, Benedictine, where we weren't serving that well. We were getting the ball in, but we weren't serving hard, and they were they were beating us on it. That's where they scored a lot of their points was just running points on the serves. Now, with being six foot nine. 
Is there any fear that your head is going to come up above the net when you go up for, for the block and that somebody's just going to get you right in the face? There has been a few times where this happens. It's happened a couple times in practice, and uh, it happened once against UC Merced, too. There was one ball that uh, I blocked on it, and my head was above the tape, and it hit me on the top of the head and shot straight up into the roof. <laughs> what does that feel like for the, for the audience at home that hopefully has not been hit in the face by a volleyball in their life? It, it hurts a bit. It stings for a bit there. You just hope no one saw it, but sometimes it happens, and it's uh, got to deal with it. It's an occupational hazard, Mason. <laughs> And we did, see, we did see last week one of our guys, I want to say it was Ezra, had an attack that hit the opponent in the face and it carried way out of bounds. Have you had some time in your career, and without naming the team, but at some point in your career had an attack where you have hit the opponent in the face and it's gone out of bounds for a kill, and then how satisfying, if that has happened, how satisfying was that? I have to imagine that would be pretty satisfying. It's a very satisfying feeling. I've done it once or twice in my time playing, and it, when you hit someone in the head, it's it's exciting. I mean, you feel bad for the guy, like, oh, is he hurt and stuff, but at the same time, you're like, I just did that. Like, that was really exciting to do. So is that is that an, an occasion where you kind of, like, put your hand up and like, like they do in tennis, say, oh, sorry about that, but you're really like, ah, oh, gotcha. That's exactly one of those things. You, you kind of you want to feel bad. You want to be on their good side. But at the same time, you're like, that was me. I got you. And, and they'll, try, they'll aim for you next time. That's just the, that's the way it is, right? Exactly. It goes back and forth like that. Nice. So you guys will travel down to Hope International and, and play your first road match. Kind of a, a lot of history. In, in a season like this, there are going to be – History, there's going to be history made at, at every turn. And so now you guys will go out on the road for the first time, and obviously we'll be following along. So thank you for joining, Brett. We really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Brett.